Welcome to the Sweat Simple Podcast. My name is Brooks Herbis and I'm an online fitness coach helping people simplify and make sense out of the all too confusing fitness and nutrition industry. In this episode, I'm breaking down my top tips for staying fit while living a busy lifestyle. So grab a coffee, water, glass of wine, or lace up your walking shoes and let's dive in. Hello, Sweat Simple Squad. So something that you guys might not know is that before I was a full-time coach, I was a corporate girly. Um, I had to go into the office before COVID hit. And the two jobs I had before I became a full-time fitness coach were pretty demanding. I was in the office typically like 7.30 to 4.30. I typically worked more when I actually got home from the office and I had commute. Uh, My first job was like a 45 minute commute each way. My second job was closer to 30 minutes. And not to mention, once I started Sweat Simple, once I started coaching, I still did that for a pretty long time, uh, over a year while I was still working a corporate job. So I was doing that pretty much every night once I got home. So all that to say, I know what it's like to feel pressed for time. I know what it's like to feel like you don't have a million hours in the day to dedicate to your fitness journey. And especially before I was a fitness coach, I knew how hard it felt to try and prioritize all these things while still having a social life, while working a really demanding job, while having to go into the office, while commuting for work. I know what all of that feels like even though I'm not doing it right now. So the strategies that I'm going to outline in this podcast are not only things that I did myself during those years when I was working a corporate job, but also strategies that many of my online coaching clients use today. My online coaching clients are truly some of the busiest people I know. I have clients who work full time, who are parents, who are going back to school, who own their own businesses really just busy people who keep me motivated every single day because if they're all able to find the time to make amazing progress towards their weight loss goals and really prioritize their fitness, then I know you can too. So these are all strategies that I've helped them develop. These are all strategies I used myself and I'm breaking it all down throughout this episode. Specifically, I'm breaking it down into three different categories of little tips. We're starting with workouts. We've got a whole section for nutrition, and then we've got a whole section for steps. Those are kind of like the three big foundational things for weight loss, for overall health, for maintaining your weight loss, for building sustainable habits. So we're focusing on those three things. First up, we've got your workouts. How are you supposed to fit into your workouts when you already have a million and 10 other things going on into your life. First tip, maximize your workouts. You don't need to be in the gym for over an hour. A really solid workout can be 45 minutes to an hour. And if you're even more strapped for time, 30 minutes is fantastic. So if you know you don't have a lot of time, really utilize your time in the gym and follow a program that only has you in the gym for 45 minutes to an hour or even 30 minutes. 
how to do that. How do you actually maximize your time in the gym and make sure that you're getting the most bang for your buck? First is go in with a plan. You don't want to show up to the gym and be wandering around and not sure how to use the equipment and spending like five minutes just walking on the treadmill, thinking about what you might do for your workout, and then walking around and seeing what equipment's available and like picking up some dumbbells and doing a couple things and then waiting another two minutes on your phone. No, that is wasting so much time that when you're busy, you don't have that kind of time. So go in with a plan. Know exactly what exercises you're doing. On top of that, know how to use the equipment so you're not wasting any time messing around with that and watch your form videos in in advance. All of the programs that I give my clients have really in-depth tutorial videos so they know exactly how to complete the workouts. Watch those videos in advance so that you know how to actually complete the exercises. Don't watch those during your rest time. Don't watch those like during your sets. Watch those before you get to the gym. That way, when you're in the gym, you can just get to work. You don't have to spend all this extra time coming up with a plan, adjusting equipment, looking at your form videos. You've done all of that in advance. So when you get to the gym, your time is just for your workouts. Another way to maximize your workouts in a shorter amount of time is to utilize supersets. A superset is doing two exercises back to back before resting. So rather than doing, let's say you have a squat and an RDL, rather than doing these as individual exercises, so squat, eight reps, rest two to three minutes, squat, eight reps, rest two to three minutes, that would be two sets of squats. Instead, you're going to superset those two exercises and do them back to back before you rest. So you would do eight reps of a squat, eight reps of an RDL, then rest two to three minutes, then back to eight reps of a squat, eight reps of an RDL, then rest two to three minutes. This can cut down your time in the gym a little bit because you're not taking quite as much rest throughout your workout. So utilize those supersets. Um, You can either superset two exercises that work opposing muscle groups. That's what I personally prefer to do when I'm programming with my clients. So, um, you know, utilizing something for an upper body that would be a push exercise and then a pull exercise or you can do two exercises back to back that utilize the same muscle groups and really burn and fatigue that muscle group out. Another way to really maximize your time in the gym is to use less equipment. The less you're moving around the gym, the less you're having to clean things off, the quicker your workout is going to go. So if you know that you are someone who is crunched for time, you might not wanna be using the leg press, the lat pull down machine, the cable machine, a bunch of dumbbells, the barbell. You might really wanna stick to like one to three pieces of equipment for your workout. That way you can get in, and get out. If you are like really strapped for time and you're a beginner and you're not super familiar with the equipment, just use dumbbells. You don't need to go around the gym using a million pieces of equipment. Dumbbells are going to get you a great workout and you're not going to have to use a ton of equipment. You're not going to have to figure out how to use it. So it can be a really time effective measure. So use less equipment if you're strapped for time. The other tip to getting your workouts in when you're busy is to know when you're most likely to get the workout done. This might be a morning workout, it might be over your lunch break, it might be at night, it doesn't matter. But whatever time you're most likely to do your workouts, that's when I want you to get that done. Set that time and stick with it. 
Like once you plan when your workouts are going to be, put them in your calendar. And I want you to get super, super specific with this because again, when you're busy, every minute counts and you don't have, and if, you know, you just say, Hey, I'm going to do three workouts this week, but then your life gets really busy because, Hey, you're busy. You might push that workout, that first workout of the week back till Thursday. And now all of a sudden it's Thursday. You haven't done a single workout and you need to shove three workouts in before Sunday, but you have like a really busy weekend. That's not going to work. When you are busy, you have to be really specific with your time. So I want you to plan what days you're doing these workouts and what times, and then I want you to put them into your calendar. Just like a work meeting or a doctor's appointment, don't skip them. When you plan to do the workout, you need to show up at that time. You need to prioritize this workout just in the same way that you would prioritize a doctor's appointment. I don't care if you're really crunched for time and you had an extra meeting that got scheduled on your calendar and now you only have 20 minutes for the workout, that's fine. Show up for those 20 minutes, but don't cancel on yourself and don't push it back. When you are busy, it is extra important to be really protective of this time that's built specifically for your workouts. Because if you allow yourself to push them off, it keeps getting easier to push them off and push them off and push them off. And you're going to have a really hard time actually finding time for your workouts. So it's so important that you need to prioritize your workouts and get them into your calendar and really stick with them. My next little chunk of tips is all for nutrition. And oftentimes these are the most important because let's be honest, like you can probably find 45 minutes somewhere in your week three times to get to the gym. It's the nutrition part that becomes a lot harder when you're busy because you don't feel like cooking, especially after a long day. A lot of times you don't really want to utilize something like meal prep. You're going to have a hard time finding time to get to the grocery store. And when you're busy, it's just so much easier to order takeout. So these tips and strategies are to help you continue to prioritize nutrient-dense meals and have to rely a little bit less on takeout. First tip is utilizing grocery pickup or delivery. This is going to be a game changer for you. Because of COVID, most places still have free grocery pickup, or it's like 5 to $10. And if the difference between you having fresh food in your fridge or not is paying that 5 to $10 delivery fee, pay the fee. That money is so worth it. And think of it as an investment in your goals, not something that's like a nice to have. Like that is a key part of your budget if you're having a hard time finding time to go to the grocery store. When I talk about grocery pickup and delivery, so many people like to harp on the fact that like, oh, well, I need to pick out my own produce. It's just not the same. The shoppers don't do a good job. And I feel, yes, sometimes I get my grocery delivery order and or my pickup order and I'm like, what were you doing? I didn't ask for any of this stuff. This is, these are not adequate substitutes. But I also know that like, I just don't really have the time to go to the grocery store. And if someone does a job that's 90% as effective as what I would do, that's worth it to me. So you, if you know that, the again, the difference is between you having no food in your fridge or having food that 
you know, maybe isn't the exact same produce you would pick out, but it's good enough. That's worth it. That is worth doing grocery pickup or grocery delivery. So number one time-saving tip that's going to save you like an hour a week, utilize grocery pickup or delivery. The next nutrition tip to really save you time is to buy pre-made protein or pre-cut veggies. Again, this often is a bigger investment. These things are more expensive, but when you are crunched for time, sometimes these little bit of extra investments make such a difference and are the difference between you hitting your goals and staying consistent and not. So buy the pre-made protein or the pre-cut veggies. Both of those things, making protein and cutting up vegetables are often the things we never feel like doing and tend to take up the most time. So cut down on that time by buying it already done for you. Some of my favorite pre-made protein uh, is the Kroger brand. Well, Tyson has them too, um, but they're like frozen vegetables veggie frozen grilled chicken strips they're so good you can put it in stir fry in pasta on salads that is a great pre-made protein lunch meat another great pre-made protein rotisserie chicken canned tuna uh hard-boiled eggs that are already cooked like those are all great pre-made protein options that don't require you to cook anything all those pre-cut veggies the the you know onions and peppers that are already all cut up for you, even buying frozen vegetables that take three minutes to cook. This is not a protein or a veggie, but another one of my favorites is the frozen three-minute jasmine rice. It's so good. It saves you so much time when you're cooking a carb. These little tips and like hacks make it so much easier to build a balanced plate in a shorter amount of time. So don't feel lazy for buying the pre-made protein or the pre-cut veggies. Don't feel bad for making that investment. If it's the difference between you eating vegetables or not, do it. Buy them pre-cut. The other tip that I have is meal prep or ingredient prepped. If you are someone who's so strapped for time during the week, like you can't step away from your desk for lunch really, or you get home from work and you're just so tired and hungry, you don't feel like cooking, meal prep is a great option for you. You're taking a larger chunk of time on the weekends to prep all of your meals for the week. That way you don't have to cook during the week. I know this is probably the last thing you want to do on Sunday. I get it. That's not exactly fun or relaxing, but when you have goals to hit, you do need to prioritize these things at a point during the week. And if you don't have time during the actual week to prioritize these things, then you got to use some of that time on the weekend. Again, I know it's annoying. I know you don't want to do it, but a large chunk of this battle is doing things that you don't feel like doing. If you're not someone who likes to eat the same meals all week long or truly the thought of like being in the kitchen for that long on a Sunday is just absolute torture for you, don't full meal prep, but ingredient prep. So this is super similar to buying that pre-made protein or the pre-cut veggies. Rather than buying them pre-made or pre-cut, just prep them yourself over the weekend. So make a big batch of crock pot chicken that you can add to recipes during the week. Make sure you're cutting up all the vegetables that you'll use for dinners or for snacks during the week. Uh, Just like ingredient prep, a couple different things so that during the week you don't actually have to like fully cook much. You can just kind of throw things together into a bowl onto a plate and you can make a meal in five minutes as opposed to like 20, 30. Something else that can be really helpful in terms of planning advance is having a meal planning template 
or a list of your go-to favorite recipes. This way, you don't have to reinvent the wheel every week. So it can be really daunting if you're sitting down every Sunday to plan out your meals for the week and you have nothing on the calendar and you have to find seven meals just for dinner every week, let alone breakfast and lunch, like that can be really time consuming. So have a list somewhere of easy recipes you've made before that you can just pull into that week. So every single week, you're not going to Pinterest, going to Instagram, scrolling your TikTok, flipping through cookbooks, trying to find like a million and 10 new recipes. Have your tried and true You can cycle in new recipes, absolutely. That's gonna help you not feel as bored, but have your list of tried and true recipes and use those for the bulk of your meals during the week. You can also have some sort of template to make plugging in these meals easier. So let's say Monday night is you're working from home. It's a pretty busy day. You don't have much bandwidth at night. Maybe every Monday is a crock pot meal. Maybe every Tuesday, you know that you make a sheet pan meal. Maybe every Wednesday, you know that you make something with chicken. Whatever it is, have some sort of template so that way you can just plug in very specific recipes to the template rather than, again, starting from scratch every single week. That makes meal planning a little bit daunting. You're less likely to do it, which means you're less likely to be prepared and hit your goals for the week. Last nutrition tip, which is my favorite, most important tip. It is literally my entire brand. Keep it simple. You do not have to be a world-class chef Bobby Flay in the kitchen every single night or make really elaborate meals all the time. That is exhausting even if you aren't busy. When I was going into the office all the time and I was commuting, most of my meals, like one of my favorite go-to meals was pasta, frozen turkey meatballs from Trader Joe's, and some sort of vegetable with a little bit of sauce. That was it. It's like the simplest meal ever. So really just think about plugging in a protein, a carb, and a vegetable. That's a recipe. You don't need like some recipe with 10 steps and a million different ingredients and you're getting out the blender and you're getting out the food processor. Like don't do that if you're someone who is strapped for time. Make it super, super easy and keep it super, super simple. So protein, carb, veggie, that's a meal. You don't even need a recipe. Keep it super simple. You can, of course, like try new things when you have more time, maybe on the weekends, but during the week when you know you are really busy and tired, keep it so simple. The last pyramid section of busy people tips is all about steps. And this might be one of the hardest ones because especially if the reason you're busy is because you have a really demanding desk job, that makes it a lot more difficult to get steps in when you're sitting in a chair all day. So many of you also might not have time for a full walk every day plus a workout. So it's really important to multitask. If you work at home or if your office will allow this at your desk, get a walking pad. It will seriously up-level your your step game and you'll be able to walk while you're working. So if you are just cranking out emails or you have a ton of calls that you don't actually have to speak on or be on camera on, get on your walking pad during those times. You can get multiple 20 to 40 minute walks in a day without even having to leave your desk and you can still be working. So a walking pad is going to be huge. If you're interested in one, I might do have a whole 
uh, highlight on my Instagram that shows you the walking pad that I have, as well as like this little desk razor that I have. None of it is sponsored or promoted or anything like that. It's not an affiliate link. It's just the one that I have and I really like. Um, so it's all on my Instagram if you want to go and grab one of those. If you don't want to get a walking pad because it can be kind of a big investment, make sure you're taking mini breaks throughout the day. So break your day up into chunks um, and break your like walks up into chunks rather than trying to get them all at once. So if you don't have a full 30 minutes to take off of work, that's totally fine. But can you take little 10 minute breaks every two hours? Um, maybe like every time you get up to go to the bathroom, you do two laps around the office. Like, can you take those little breaks to get up and get your steps in throughout the day? Last one is to walk while you're watching your favorite shows, reading a book, or scrolling social media. I bet a lot of you are saying you don't have time for a walk, but if I went and looked at your screen time and saw how much time you were spending on social media, it would probably be plenty of time to get a walk in. So rather than having to like decide between those two, deciding between mindless scrolling and like relaxing in that way or hitting your health and fitness goals, combine the two. Uh, watch your favorite show, read a book, scroll social media while you're walking. You can do this outside. You can do it on the treadmill. You can do it on your walking pad. But this way you get the best of both worlds. You get to do that activity that you've been looking forward to all day that helps you relax while also getting your steps in and hitting those goals that are really important to you. So to sum this all up, guys, like I, I get it. I know that being busy can make it harder to stick to your health and fitness goals, but it's not impossible. Like I said, I have helped hundreds of women lose weight and many of my online coaching clients are like truly some of the busiest people I know. Like it is inspiring how busy they are and how much they still prioritize their health and fitness goals. They have demanding jobs. They're going back to school. A lot of them travel a lot, whether for work or for personal. They all have really busy social lives. A lot of them are moms. Many of them are doing multiple of these things at once. But the biggest thing that being busy requires when it comes to your health and fitness journey is just prioritizing it. You have to keep prioritizing your daily habits no matter what. At the end of the day, if this is important to you, then you have to make time for it. You can be really busy and still prioritize your goals, but that is the key, is you have to prioritize it. If you're constantly saying, I don't have time for that, I don't have time for that, I don't have time, totally fair, but I want you to flip that and now start saying, that's not a priority to me. So at the end of the day, if you're like, I don't have time to go get a workout in, instead of saying that, say, you know what, my workout isn't a priority for me today. And if that like feels good, if that feels right, then great, don't go and work out. But if you say working out isn't a priority for you and that doesn't sit right and you're like, no, that that is a priority for me, then you have to make the time. We do not all have the same 24 hours in a day. We just don't. All those things I listed are so demanding. And if you are doing multiple of those things, then you just don't have as much time as someone like me who is literally a fitness coach for, for my job and has no kids. And it's just me and you know my fiance that I have to worry about. Like I have more hours in the day. But what that means is that you just need to put in a little bit more effort to prioritize these things and make the time for them. So it's truly not about just finding the time. It's about making sure that you're still prioritizing these things even when you're busy. 
that wraps it up for this episode of the Sweat Simple Podcast. Thank you guys, as always, so much for listening. If this episode was helpful, please let me know. I'd love to hear my content is resonating with you guys, so I know to make more of it. If you have any questions about anything I broke down in the podcast or maybe any tips that I missed that work really well for you and you're busy, please shoot me a DM and let me know that too. I'd love to share with the group, but thank you guys so much for being here and I'll chat with you next week. Thank you.